Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. We're back. Turn me down. This shit loud as a motherfucker. Welcome back, folks. This is part two of the juicy cock that we promised you. Um, dude, let me let me shit. I had a dream the other night. Um, it's funny when a black person says he has a dream. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Are we done? Yeah, go ahead. I had a dream the other night, the other day. Uh, it felt so, put it like this. I had a dream. I was fucking this this chick, one of my side. This bitch I used to fuck with back in the day. Her name was Nikki. You ever have a dream so real that felt real that when you woke up, you were mad you woke up? Yeah. Because it felt so. Dude, I, I used to have a side piece. Her name was Nikki. Uh, she was like six one, thick as fuck, red bone, Th- ass and j- ass and thighs were ridiculous. But the bitch was crazy. I mean, fucking crazy. Like I used to say, my my wife was crazy, nigga. But this bitch, she used to say things to you like, nigga, I'll bust your head to the white meat. You ever heard that? You ever heard that? No. That's re- I think that's an East Coast thing too. Like nigga, I'll bust your head to the white meat. Like nigga, goddamn. Um, so this bitch was really crazy, but I had a body that was ridiculous and I had a dream, dude. I was fucking her. She had on a skirt with no panties. Um, and the skirt was purposely covered half the ass. So the top half, like it would well, half the ass. So the lower butt, butt cheek and crack you was out. And I just had the dream where I bent her over a table and I just put my dick in her. And this shit was so fucking real to me. My dick, when I woke up, was so hard. I mean, it could have been used as a SWAT team battering ram. You know the countdown you see the SWAT team do with three fingers? Three, two, one. And they bust down the door to raid the fucking apartment. My dick was SWAT team battering ram hard. Like if I if I could have stood there with the SWAT team and after three two one, used my dick to bang the door, I'd have knocked the door off the hinges. It was that strong. Um, which fucks me up because again I got type two diabetes, 
So my dick won't get hard unless I take Viagra. I'm like, yo, how the fuck is my dick this hard? And I ain't took no pills. Um, and when I woke up, I was so mad because I was in the middle of the pussy. This how real the shit got. I don't know if anybody's ever done this. First of all, when I sleep, I need three pillows. To really sleep comfortably, I need three pillows. One for my head. One, and I, and I got one of them long pillows. The long one I put in between my thighs. And the third one, I cradle in my arms. And I sleep on my side. That's, that's how I sleep. Um, this, and, I, and, and, I felt, and I've done this before. Where I've had sex dreams that felt so real. I know I'm asleep, but I can feel myself doing it. I'm hip thrusting while I'm in the bed. So I'm, I'm not saying this to be funny. I swear to God. I'm laying on my side. And I know there's probably people out there that have done this. I just can't be. No one has the only case of anything in the world. Somewhere. I don't give a fuck if it's one other person. Some Vietnamese dude in fucking Bangladesh. Uh, which I know my geography is fucking insane. But somebody else is doing this. They're hip thrusting to the air. I'm hip thrusting, nigga. And I'm fucking fucking this bitch with three pillows and my dick harder than a motherfucking frozen gummy bear. And I'm and I'm just I'm doing it. And uh when I woke up, I was so mad that I woke up that I tried to quickly go back to sleep to get back into some imaginary pussy. But now you look like a pervert and pathetic because it's one thing to be hip thrusting and you sleep. That's like you sleepwalking. It's another thing to be hip thrusting and you wide open. You your face is awake. Like nigga, if somebody walked in the room and saw you hip thrusting, <laughs> but you sleep, like, oh, this nigga's dreaming. It's like no different when people be dreaming and they start shaking and they, ah, no, and somebody has to wake you up. What happened? Oh, you were, you were the nightmare. But to be woke and you fucking thrusting, now you look ridiculous. Um, but man, that shit felt real, nigga. Um, anybody that's ever gone through that, email me and let me know I'm not crazy. Uh, and I had to leave this bitch alone because the last time I, I was with her was in San Francisco millions of years ago. And this bitch uh, passed out on the toilet in the middle of taking a piss. And I just left. Like, I left my hotel room and got another room because I was like, this shit feels like a explanation to the cops. Um, God damn, that dream felt so fucking real. <laughs> I think it's funny because you're the dude who says you never fucking. What? Masturbate? Yeah. But that's not masturbation. It was a dream. It's a dream. Yeah. It's not like I was dreaming and jacked off while I'm dreaming and unbeknownst to me got glaze on my chest while still asleep. But if you, I didn't I didn't sleep jack. But if you wouldn't have woken up, you would have you would you would have came. No. You don't think so? No. This has got to be actual tug and pull on the meat. Do you think so? I don't know, but is I've it, never is it, is it that what a wet dream is? When no, but I've never you, who dreams to completion? Of sex. That's what a wet dream a, a is. A sex dream always you wake up. It's not like falling down and before you hit the ground you wake up. I thought ah, sex dreams I thought sex dreams you finish. If you have a sex dream and you come, you're fucking pathetic. Number one. <laughs> Number two, that just means your stamina is bullshit. If, if if you got real pussy and came quick, 
nigga, blame that up to the pussy. If you come quick in a fictional dream, you are pathetic. Nigga, you came fast to some pussy that wasn't there? Uh, that's what a wet dream is supposed to be. I got to be honest. I've never had a dream like that. Se- about s- sexually? Never. I don't, really? I don't think I remember my dreams, though. That's why. I don't really remember my dreams, so I don't know that I ever had. No one fucks a Jew in a dream. No one fucks a Jew in a dream? <laughs> no. They don't want to waste. <laughs> it's, it's no one else's dream. Right. 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 There you go. Um... Yeah, man. Uh, so that was that. Um, what a way to start the fucking podcast. Um, maybe we can get a maybe we can get a pillow sponsor. Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> Pillows so good, nigga. Maybe we get that. Uh, who's that dude who always wears that little cross? That used to be a crack addict, and now he has the pillow company. My pillow. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to mix God with come. He, but the dude, he he was he was a crack addict, and then he right. started this pillow. And now he has, and then he always wears his little, he wears a short gold chain, and his right. cross barely hangs out of his shirt. Yeah, I don't know what I want to. I don't know. What I want to touch that. Um, so let's get into the what I guess the fuck everybody is talking about. Now we are. This is two weeks because we're doing it today. This is going to come out. What we yes, the one we did is going to come out. So we're about ten days behind on what we're talking about right now. No, we're not really behind because it's still hot news. Yeah, it's going to be hot news, but we're still... All right, that's all right, but we, you know... Go ahead, but go ahead. I just want to make sure that people don't think that we're... Uh, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, and Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Let's talk about it. First of all, the R. Kelly rant is fucking priceless. I was trying to pull it up, but it ain't on YouTube. The internet is so... And this is why I got to give the internet credit. Whoever some of these motherfuckers are that come up with this shit, you, you guys are priceless. You, you make for great 30-second entertainment. Uh, but it's a good 30 seconds. Somebody put the in-the-closet music to R. Kelly's rant. So as he's going, I gave y'all 30 years. You know, how could y'all do this to me? I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids. You hear that. Doom, 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 doom. And it, as he's ranting and the music plays, it seems like it was meant to be. It's a seamless integration. Between his rant and the music to where it feels like an R. Kelly video. This shit is fucking priceless, man. Yeah, he uh he let go. Yeah. He I had mean, a he had a full fledged spiritual right on the And from what from what you know, I don't really know the ins and outs, but they're saying he's broke, he hasn't paid child support, and this motherfucker has made a gazillion Didn't they put him back in jail because he hasn't paid his uh That's job. what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Um so I don't I don't know. Um and you didn't see the Michael Jackson? No, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see right. it. I just haven't had. To, I haven't had time because I was staying in that lovely uh, uh, comedy condo in Tampa that didn't have any TV whatsoever, so I didn't mm. watch anything. And then I got busy when I got back home. Um, well, the black community has officially labeled Gail King and Oprah Coons and are upset with them uh, because their thing is: Why are you two bitches trying to destroy the legacy or go? When well, from a street standpoint, you could use the word legacy with R. Kelly. I don't think globally or just on a high level, legacy belongs to R. Kelly. Legacy does suit Michael Jackson for obvious reasons. Global longevity, the music, the body of work, 
the, the status and celebrity. But point being, everybody was like, why y'all not going after Weinstein or Woody Allen or all the other white predators with the same intensity that y'all are attacking Michael and R. Kelly? And in the black community, that is a big no-no. Because again, historically, racially, white people always tear us down. So we don't need to add to that. We should protect each other. And people are feeling like Oprah, when she, you know, interviewed Michael coming off as his friend. Why would you assist in the tearing down of our black national icon who's dead and can't defend himself? Now, before you give your rebuttal, let me just say, if in fact, and I'm speaking more to Michael Jackson than R. Kelly, because we know with R. Kelly, nigga, we've seen the footage. You was half face deep in booty that was, you know, fully not developed. Michael got acquitted twice. And just because you've been acquitted don't mean you ain't do it, O.J. Simpson. But there was no proof at all. Michael did what he did other than hearsay. And if we was convicted motherfuckers on hearsay, everybody be in jail. But Michael was acquitted twice with no proof. So, you know, but if Michael was just as guilty or Michael was guilty with proof, I can't defend that. If, you know, R. Kelly, I can't defend that. And again, I'm more Michael than R. Kelly. But from where Michael stood, I understand why people are upset with Oprah. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe Oprah was upset because he was attracted to white boys. As opposed to black boys? Yeah. <laughs> no, that ain't. Oprah, Oprah, there was a clip on, on where Oprah was being interviewed by Barbara Walters, where she said at one point as a little girl, she wishes she were white. Um. All right, I, I was just fucking around when I said I got, that. No, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Okay, but, okay. Uh, like you said, Michael Jackson was acquitted twice. Uh, the Corys always denied that they were ever touched by Michael Jackson. Well, the recent Corey, the alive Corey, just recently recanted what he said. Oh, now what did he say? He said that Michael did do it. He's, 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 going, he's going with the grain. Which, you know what, dude? Fuck you. Because, let's be real. You're just trying to be relevant again with your horrible ass music career and your dead ass entertainment career. Corey Feldman would do anything to get spotlight. Fuck him. He's a fucking snot and a fucking truck driver's nose. Fuck him. Let me ask you this other question. And uh, DLX said this. DLX. That's funny. My DL Hewley. Yeah. Yeah. why, why, why are people letting their kids sleep over Michael Jackson's house in the first place? Because he's Michael Jackson. I don't give a fuck. If you're Michael, right. You're right. If it was well, my cr- kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's principle. My question would be, why do you want him to sleep at your house? That would be my question. Principle. But again, we, we know, and even part one of the podcast from last week, when we went to the Smokehouse Barbecue spot, the white lady who owned the joint didn't know me from a can of paint. But when she saw a dude ask me for a picture, yeah. the bitch couldn't stop being attentive. Yep. So fame and celebrity makes motherfuckers act different. Okay, very well. But it's your kids. 
fame and celebrity Man, makes motherfuckers act different. I don't care. I understand. And you're right. Yeah, okay. So that being said, that's one part, but that doesn't that doesn't give him uh an opening that because people are dumb enough to let their kids stay at your house. And I don't mean that And as, can you imagine that phone call? Hey, mom, hey, best friend, where your kid at? My, they wouldn't even ask. You tell them. Yo, my kid is over Michael Jackson's house. So there's all fame and celebrity. It, it means everything. It's bragging rights. It's it's a lot of shit. Anyway, um, that doesn't give him the not not saying that he did or didn't. It right. doesn't give him the right to because the parents dropped him off. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, as a parent, you should probably never put your child in a situation where that's a possibility. That's all I was saying. Yeah. But I'm not giving anybody a free pass because it was open that way. Uh, I don't know. Michael did it. I don't know that, like you said, he was acquitted twice. It is very odd what he to have, like... But he he admitted that he slept in the same bed with these kids. Okay, but he okay. No, no, okay, no. And okay. I'm saying wrong morally. I'm, I'm saying not I'm, wrong on principle. But, but that doesn't mean right. And I mean, if you if you're saying that, if you're saying I, I don't think that you could say that. It, like if you're a pedophile and you're afraid you're going to get caught, I don't think you say yeah I slept in bed with him. But Mike's not a pedophile. That's what I'm saying. I Listen, you used the word odd just now. Mike's been odd since birth. That's what I think. I think it's he, odd for a five-year-old kid to not be in school and be on tour with his brothers all around the world. Agreed. It's odd for you to get mobbed at five-year-old, five years old by girls who, who aren't even developed that want to fuck you. It's odd to have a best friend as a monkey and a midget in Webster. It's odd to think you're Peter Pan. This nigga thought he was Peter Pan. It's he odd, wanted to be Peter Pan. But it's odd to be... Uh, I, uh, whoever you are, and that your father beats you at a very young age. Well, that part I don't yeah, know about. Yeah. Ah, no, that but, shit is part no, of the black. Community. But what I'm saying is, to protect a kid, to protect little kids now, mm-hmm. it's an odd. Pro- it's an odd thought process. But I almost could understand someone as odd as him being protective of b- little boys. Right. Uh, you know, uh, he's staying. I just. It's hard for me to imagine. That someone who suffered what he suffered and who he is doing that. Now, do I say that because he's celebrity? I don't know. But I'll tell you this. I can't make this decision. I don't have the information. I haven't seen the special. What I will tell you is I'm still going to listen to the music because I can completely separate the music from the person. What was DL's great quote you just told me? He said... uh, Somebody (laughs) asked if they could separate the man from the music in regards uh, to Michael Jackson. And... uh, R. 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 Kelly. And he said, as a black man, you have to be. And uh, and Wendy Williams looked at him kind of weird. He goes, I have to sing the national anthem, don't I? Mm. And I thought that made all the sense in the world. Mm. But besides that, if we start, if, if you want to go through history, let's just start burning all the paintings in the museums. Let's just start getting rid of everything from our past because people weren't good. I love that we think that the people that we've put on pedestals are good people. But some of them are good people. Some. Very few. Most of them are probably good people in terms of if good is defined by not breaking the fucking law, not fucking kids. 
uh, not raping women. But if we go through everybody's past, every well, listen, we, everybody's well, going to have something. Nothing spotless. Yeah, but we're nothing acting, is spotless. We're acting as though. Nah, but we're talking about we're not talking about the imperfections of being a human being. We're talking about breaking laws. Okay, breaking laws. R. Kelly, seventeen-year-old uh, or sixteen. He everybody that he uh, the the sixteen and seventeen-year-olds in the states that he was in that was legal age, legal age for consent. Consent. Well, then listen. If we're going with straight the- theoreticals, okay, then he didn't do nothing wrong. Where you stand with morality, that's different. But again, if, if, if what he did in those states were legal, well, there shouldn't even be a moral issue. Now, I don't know. Now, 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 for me personally, as I say on stage, 18 is legal, is it not? Yeah. Okay. So if I, at 43, were to date or try to fuck an 18-year-old, have I committed a crime? No. No. So morally... And theoretically, there shouldn't be anything wrong. Now, I don't know what other word exists past morally. I guess ideally, I could say, it's a 43-year-old. Why the fuck would I want an 18-year-old? We have nothing in common. Are you fucking her or having a relationship with Either her? Either or. We have nothing in common. Yeah, you do. What? Sex. Sexual desire. When you when you go, do you go buy new cars or you buy used cars? Well, I buy new because nigga, I rolls like that. Okay, when you get with someone, I'm not I'm not trying to make this. I'm not trying to make women to this level where it's just say it. Don't fuck it up. Just say it. But when you want an when you want a new toy, you buy a new toy. If so, you're fucking and it's it's pristine, so, so, it's perfect. So a, a, an 18 year old is a new toy. To, to a person that's older with means and can afford a new toy? Pussy, you've never fucked as a new toy. Yeah, but uh, some toys. You mean a, versus a, a vintage versus the most up-to-date? Up-to-date. So you rather say 18 and brand new Benz versus old vintage Benz. Hey, a vintage Benz, but it has some scuffs, some scrapes. It has some. It might have a ding or two in it. Give me the dings, nigga. I'm not saying. I, no, I'm saying uh, give yeah. me the dings because sexually, I'm gonna give you some dings, and I don't mean I'm knocking the <laughs> pussy out of line. And I mean I'm coming in 30 seconds. So my mistakes and your mistakes mean you can't say shit. 30 seconds. If I come in 30 seconds and you a vintage bitch, you can't complain because bitch, you got scars. On that pussy. That pussy's been through some shell shock. Listen, at 43 and you're fucking an 18-year-old, she's probably happy you're done in 30 seconds. So it's a win-win. Nah, that's an assumption. All if I'm, she's young and being what young and vibrant means. I got to watch how deep I get into this conversation because my girl is 19. You got to watch how deep you're going to get into this conversation because, nigga, we about to put the FBI light on you. <sighs> you about to expose yourself. No, I I, I Let like, me ask you because I, I, like I see you playing women. devil's advocate. Would you fuck with an 18-year-old? If I, if I, okay, if I wasn't in a relationship. We'll be right back after this commercial break. If I'm not in a relationship and it's a hot 18 year old and she's legal. No. No. And she was intelligent. Annie, no. Stop right there. 
18 and intelligent go How together. hot is she? 18 and intelligent. How hot is she? 18 and intelligent go together, nigga. Okay. Like hot sauce and ice cream. Is she smart? Smart doesn't have How smart can she be? She's 18. She can be smart. Oh, God, the truth is coming. I would I would say that if she was really hot and she found me attractive and I wanted to fuck with her, and I, yeah, it's legal. Morally, theoretically, check and check. Ideally, eh. Now, no, but you, now, are you asking me if I want a relationship? Either or. Nigga, even if I knew you 18 So when you go legal. to a strip club, you go to a strip club, how old do you think the girls are on the strip club? Do you think in they're- In their 20s. Some. Dude, I know 18-year-old twat. You can smell 18-year-old twat. It smells like unopened packages. Some are 25. Some are- 25 is okay. Some are 20. 20 is okay for a lap dance. Some are 19. <sighs> When uh, when uh, who's who's the porno star that was doing porn at sixteen and they found out about it? I don't know. Took all her porn off the rack. I don't know. But they couldn't tell. To know that you got to know that. No, they couldn't tell. They couldn't tell how old she was. She did something like twenty porns before she was eighteen, and they had to take all that shit off the shelves. Young twat looks like a fresh bar open bar soap. It's got, you could tell it's never been used. You could tell a fresh bar of soap. Once you use it once, it loses its crispness. So when you go to the hotel room. When I see a a bitch that looks like she has all her crispness, I know that pussy is young. So when you go to a hotel room. Old pussy looks like worn down soap. You you prefer old bottle bars of soap in your hotel room. I use shower gel, nigga. This this is a very good point right now. So if you went to uh, the hotel room. And and they just have old bars of soap. No, no. What hotel has old bars of soap? Exactly, they don't. Because if you want to go stay someplace nice, you want it to be nice, clean, newish looking. You want it. You want to feel like no one's been in that before. I don't know you anymore, Andy. <laughs> I thought I knew you. Oh my god. I feel like a woman now. I thought I knew you, Andrew. What have you... Uh, you dirty motherfucker. You like young twat? I, you, the truth is, I've never been really with an old girl. What's old, nigga? I've never been with anybody... Like, that's... I don't think I've ever been with anybody within their 40s. Really? Yeah. Well, how old was Tara? 34. Okay. She's 19. She's 19 that's, years that's, younger that's, than that's, me. That's that's young, but but ain't fresh. No, but I met Tara when she was uh I was 42 and she was 23. I can't do it, brother. You got to be at least 30, man. I can't do it, man. Young bitches have an energy that I just maybe if I was in pristine shape, six-pack V in the front, I'd have energy. I was, I was in all right shape back then. I worked, I, the, I, I worked a young job. Young I was around young girls. Dude, the value in a bitch knowing when to shut the fuck up. Tara doesn't talk. To get the fuck out of your face. Tara doesn't talk. Yeah, but 
You know, Tara intimidates me as much as I think I intimidate her. Okay, but Tara and I, like, all that being said, this is the truth. Tara and I have been together now for 11 years. It's a great relationship, best relationship I've ever had in my life. And I love that girl. So. And as you get older, she's getting older. Yeah. But I'm just, so chances are, if this is in stone, then this is it. You ain't going to be on the prowl no more. No, I'm not saying I'd go fucking 18-year-old right now. You asked but me. You, but it's, it's, it could be possible. I said, what do, what do you think that these guys, these rich dudes do that have all this money and uh, they go out and they meet these young girls? You, you don't think that they're... Most of those dudes are, 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 are past their prime and they're looking for validation and they want to feel young. So they go out and they buy the hot car, sports car, the, the, the designer clothes, and they want young twat to help them feel like they're not old. Okay. Oh, that's fine. But that's what I'm saying. They just want that. Uh, you know, I'm a different type of nigga. I, I, I like the imperfections on a woman. A woman's imperfections to me is perfection. I like, like I said, when I go to Roof Chris and I eat a steak, the tastiest part to me is the gristle. That chewy fat. I want a bitch with mistakes, nigga. I don't want no fucking pristine bitch. I want a bitch that looked like she's, you know, been drugged through the alley and back and survived. I want a survivor. Well, honestly, like if I that's, was... That's seasoned pussy. It's like you said in, in, in the last week's episode, the, the old ovens. Yeah. That good smoke is that char. Yeah. That oven's been through some shit. I want a bitch's box to have char on it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it again. Honestly, like, like I just said... Like if I was looking for a girl to be with, I right. couldn't. I couldn't do that again. I wouldn't want to. Jesse do that Smollett. Again. Let's jump to him. Okay. Because I tried. I tried to make a joke last night that I thought was. It's not there yet. It's it's a it's a it's a piece of coal being crushed, and I'm trying to turn into a diamond. But I just simply said, you know, everybody's mad at Jesse for lying, and I go, you know, maybe we should commend this man, tip our hats to him because he has, his he has accomplished something that black people have fought for and have been trying to accomplish for far too long in this country. And that is true equality. And he has lied in the same way that white women have lied since the beginning of time, blaming niggas for rape who didn't rape them. And there haven't been niggas that have been hung from trees behind a lie. So I commend Jesse for accomplishing a certain part of historic equality but in order for it to really have meaning we got to follow through on this we got to hang some white boys even though they didn't do this shit so i was trying to find the the genius in that but i know it ain't there yet uh but the only two the only two dudes that got in trouble are the two black dudes they didn't get in trouble but but point being you know he said two white boys did it yeah so just like white women had said niggas raped them when they didn't, niggas had to die. Well, so we should go kill two innocent white boys behind a lie. But when it first came out, everybody was of course was these uh, the Trump dudes, the conservatism, these these conservatives. Of course. So, um, they just came short of a hanging. Something I read, uh, and before we leave the the MJ Oprah, uh. R. Kelly shit. Big shout out to Paul Mooney because he called it. That Oprah Winfrey is a double-edged nigga. 
she's going to get her nigga wake-up call. That bitch went and tried to buy that purse. In Paris, they locked the doors on that nigga bitch and said, we don't give a fuck who you are. That bitch got her nigga wake-up call. She thought she was Oprah and said, I will buy this store. They said, nigga bitch, we will buy you. We are Paris. We will buy you and make you back into a slave. We'll, you'll give us your money and then we'll double it with our money and buy you back. That nigga's a double agent. Um, he said she was two-faced. Uh, ultimately, I don't know if this really makes Oprah a coon or a sellout, but Oprah, we don't need you to do their job. Fall back. Um, did you know that in Chicago, they passed a law where recording a cop now is a felony? No, I, so, didn't I didn't know that. And this is why black people are ranting and raving about Oprah and what Gail did. Because it's like, while y'all are trying to tear down the legacy of a man who was found not guilty and who is dead and can't defend himself, why aren't you reporting that, Miss Oprah Winfrey? Why is it that your main concern? Chicago has passed a law where recording a cop potentially committing a crime gets you in trouble. How about them apples? If you try to court a cop breaking the law, you're breaking the law. How about them apples, nigga? When did this get passed? Uh, recently. Yeah, I need to look into that. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. And, and listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. But I'm going to say, I'm not saying this is a conspiracy. But it feels like one, which is this. And again, let me tread lightly. Let me put a disclaimer on this. I love white people. I do. I've read some of you, some of what you guys write to me on Instagram thinking that I'm a racist. Uh, and real quick sidebar, because Charles Barkley always says this. You know, everybody don't, you know, black people can be racist too. He think that, you know, white people can't be the only one that be racist. Black people can be racist too. And I've heard Paul Mooney say this. By the definition of what a racist is, it's impossible for black people to be racist. We can be bigoted. We can be prejudiced. But by the definition of what a racist is, to control by power and institution, black people can't be racist. But let me get back to what I'm saying. Um, so I love white people. But it feels like, because I forget what the timeline is, they say by this year, whatever year it is, white people are going to be the minority in America. And white people are upset and feeling through certain parts of the country, make America great again, Trump is our voice, that the white man and the white folk in America are being ignored. And they're losing power, they're being ignored, they're being forgotten about. According to this futuristic date and time, they will be all but the little man. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but it feels like one where white people in certain institutions of power are going, we either got to kill these niggas, a lot of them, or lock them up for our own preservation. I love white people. I'm not saying that's what it is, <laughs> but it feels like that's what it is. Man, you were bought into the biggest. I'm, I'm buying into what? To, to the whole 
it, it, this is the conspiracy. So, so I'm just saying, when you create laws that allow cops to kill niggas, and by you recording it, you are now a felon. What does that feel like? When black so you're men, saying all when, cops when, are when, all I'm, cops I'm are not, white? Of course not. Let's not be stupid. Nope. But these are laws being put in place right. to lock niggas up, take them off the streets. When black men are given harsher crimes, I mean harsher jail sentences for the same crimes that white people commit, lock them up. When cops are being protected to kill us, laws in Florida stand your ground to kill us. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying what it feels like. There's a difference in what I just said. If I said, hey, man, this is it. This is the conspiracy. This is what they're doing. If I put a stamp on that motherfucker, FDA approved, that's saying something. Not saying that's what it is. I'm just telling you, it smells spoiled. The meat tastes spoiled. Is it spoiled? It you is, be the judge. It is what it is, but it, but it isn't what it's... It isn't what's happening. Let, let, no, let's, let's, let's take it yeah, up. I'm doing my black woman chewing gum face with attitude. What, what, what do they always talk about? The top 1%? Yep. It's really top 4% that really control what happens. Mm-hmm. The majority of that 4% is white. Mm-hmm. So it's not all white, but I don't know what the percentage breakdown is because we don't really know who those people are, to be honest. And if those people want to stay in power, the best thing they can do is put a situation together where you keep everyone beneath you fighting. So you think it's a, the conspiracy is to keep us fighting. It is the only truth. It's the only truth. What did you say? What did you say when you, you were talking about, what was the argument? How come we're not going after... Woody Allen, how come we're not going after this person? Yeah. Going after this side. That's all we're doing right now. Listen to people talk. Well, how come it's not this? Or they did this. So, 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 this. so since that distraction is going on, what's really happening? The people who are in control. Who are the people in control? I don't know. If we knew, like I told you before. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just said it. The true definition of a racist Oh, yeah, with yeah. power. It's, it's, so who has the power to make the laws? Uh, it's probably, to be honest, it's white Europeans. That's where most of the money is. It's not even American. There is a percentage of Americans, and they're white. But it's power. It's money and power. And, and who controls it? No one knows who these people really are. When you pull up the Forbes Fortune 500 list, where is the money? Where is it? You tell me. The people who own the Federal Reserve. How who owns it? Who knows? Who knows? The Rothschilds? What color are they? Well, they're probably white. Probably? You don't think there's any black people in there? Nigga. Do you think there's any black people in there? If there are, they are pulling a trading places. It's an experiment, and that nigga's going to go back to the streets. Or do you think it's old money from and who, a long time and, ago? And, who, and old money is still money. Yeah. Who owns the old money? For the most part, white. Most part. Why saying. you keep using words like probably a most part? Because I it, don't what it know is. who they are. You do know. Okay, let's say it's 100% white. Okay, let's, let's say. say. It's at 4%. Let's say. Let's say that as long as we're all fighting, no one does anything about that money. Okay, but fuck all that. Because we're if fighting the, over the, table the, scraps. If the distraction is the fight, yeah. and the real evil is being done by 
the probablys and the I don't knows. Then that's the point, Andy. Yeah, it is the point. That's the point. I never. So why? How? That that is the conspiracy. But the, no, you're buying the conspiracy. We're fighting down here on the ground. The real problem is over there. Sai, I see what you're talking about. How are we supposed to change? I see what you're talking about, Sai. No, si. no, you don't. He's telling you, as I am telling you, as I've told you, as a black man, what the deal is. And you are doing what so many white people do and go, probably, I don't know, could be. We're telling you what it is. But this isn't the fight down here. We're always going to be down here unless they change. What we change is what's the people who control this law. Unless they change what we change. We on the ground, the people who don't have the money. The people who aren't the What do you think they're going to change? They just changed it. It's a law that says if you record the cops doing dirt, you're a felon. They yeah, just the, changed yeah, it. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a huge problem. Okay. So back to my original statement. But that's just us fighting I'm on the ground. I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's what it feels like. Dude, there's enough. Why would you put these laws in place? Why would you lock black people up? For the same crimes as whites, but longer terms. Why was there the Tuskegee experiment? Why did that ever exist? Where they injected black men on purpose with syphilis to see when they die. To see the effects. Use us as guinea pigs. Oh, I know. And, 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 now, and, now that, and now that potentially your existence is in question, there could be a power shift. Desperate times call for desperate measures. They, the people who are Stop controlling, they don't Stop care. Stop saying they. It is they. Give them, the, give, at least call them the mayonnaise people. Dude, they're beyond that. How do you not get what I'm trying to say to you right now? How do you not get what I'm trying to say? I already understood I get what, you what understood. you're saying. But you keep evading and using they. Okay, but I'm not part of that group. All right, Andy, you're not. You're a you're, comedian, right? Yes. Are you part of the Joe Rogan group? No, but that's it. If the Joe Rogan group controlled all of Hollywood. But they don't. They don't. But that group does. They and that group is what? All the money. And that group is what? The richest elite. And that group is what? I don't know. Jesus Christ. But let's say they're white. That's not, why you why you keep doing that? Why because you keep it has saying, nothing let's to say. Do. It has everything no, to it do. Because they don't care about you or me. They care about anyone. They anymore. care about they care about them. maintaining that exactly them. That percent. That oh, okay, 1%. so let me get it. Let me let me make sure I understand. They who don't care about anybody but them, yeah. their goal is is to change the laws about cops being filmed. Stop, wait a minute. Their goal is to change the law about cops being filmed and you now being a felon because they want to make sure that when white people record them, they're felons too? They don't care about that law. That's us fighting down here because we're fighting about because this person's doing that and that person's doing this. They're keeping their power because we're fighting on a low level. Because we can't get our shit together. Because you think it's black versus white. And I know you want to say that it's about rich versus poor, right? It's beyond that. So what is it? To, we'll get to it, Andy. It's power. What, what it? power. Power. Wealth. Power. Control. Wealth, control. Three words that have always been at the staple of white America. Not America. Power. 
Well, world. Contr- world. Andy, why are you going to the world? We're talking about an American history no. that has hung black people from trees, yes. water fountains, yes. dog. So yes. what the fuck does the world have to do with it? Because you're looking at it as that this is just happening. Yes, because my people are not being affected in the world. I'm talking about America. No, your people are being affected in the world. Jesus Christ. Why is Africa... Fuck Africa. Well, I don't live in Africa. Yeah, but why don't they have... Africa don't mean shit to me. It should. No, it shouldn't. Yeah. Because when my brothers get killed, if I send my son out who's black and he gets shot, he gonna get shot here, not in Africa. Right. But but you but you don't see that it's a it's a whole global issue. Andy, stop focusing. Lead the globe out of it. We're talking about America because you live I don't here. Know, I don't know because yes. your concern is that you live yes. here. Yes, yeah. My concern is that they made a law that says if I record a cop doing dirt, right. I'm a felon. Where did Oprah? I don't give a fuck. Where what did Oprah? In where, Zimbabwe. Where did Oprah get locked out of getting her purse? Paris. Yeah, because they don't give a fuck about black people in Paris either. Okay, but Oprah can come home and buy a million goddamn she purses. She can. But when black people have had their riches and their and everything stripped from them, there's no power left. That's why there's no power. This is about us finding our power. All those times when I've said on a podcast that you ain't a family till you fight, this is the closest I've ever come to wanting to kick you in your fucking throat. Because you know what's crazy? We have these conversations. And, and, and this is, again... Where I refer to all the emails that you have gotten. These are black people speaking to you. Yeah. Don't, don't, please, yeah, I'm going do me here. a favor. Do me a favor. Don't be so quick to, to be ready to say what you got to say. Really hear me. I'm hearing you. These are black people telling you what it is, what we face. You just said on the last podcast from part one, I don't know what it's like to have to be black all the time. Right. Well, we do. And the arrogance of you as a white man fighting us on us telling you what it's like, what it feels like, what it is, what we see, what we hear, what we live. For you to go, I don't know, they, I don't know what those people are, and we're telling you what the people are because we live this. That arrogance, that naivete is why race relations will never be what they should be because when we speak to you, you don't listen. So we have to go to the extreme and put on pirate costumes and stand on the streets and go, you white hunky devil motherfuckers, because you're not listening. Again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying what it feels like. Walk like a duck, quack like a duck, fucking duck. Could be something else. Walk like a duck, quack like a duck, could be a pig in disguise. Could be poultry, could be fish, could be beef. But if I hear quack quack and it sound like quack quack and it move like quack quack, it's fucking Donald Duck. You got the floor, my son. Again, I understand everything you just said. I don't think you do. Yeah, I do. How can you and then hit me with a butt? Because you're looking at it on the level of, of us fighting in America. On this level right here. And I'm telling you, there's a level beyond that level. And if you want to make it white, you can make it white. Why are you... See, again... Because you if, made it if, white and if, it doesn't... If, it isn't the important if, part. It, oh, God. My people are, are... There are laws being put in place to allow my people to be killed, to be arrested. What are you talking about? 
you, you, when you go, you're like you're making it. Like I'm pretending. Like I'm making this up. It is what it is. It is on this level. There's a level above this that keeps this happening so that a fight will continue. Because as long as everybody doesn't get along, the people that already control everything keep everything. The emails are coming. I, I hope that they do. <laughs> All right, let me hit this last thing, and then uh, it'll be time to wash my balls. Um, I was watching Spike, uh, Spike Lee on Inside the NBA on TNT, and he was talking about, because he, he had won the Oscar for Black Klansman. Um, and he should have really won for, well, let me get to what he goes. They go, uh, Chuck, Kenny, Ernie, and the boys go, uh, you know, black clan, did you know you were going to win this Oscar? And, uh, Spike Lee goes, yes. Cause we knew this movie was special. We we felt it was special. And then he talked about how Harry Belafonte being in one of the scenes. I forget that he was even in the movie. But they knew because Harry Belafonte was in it, it was going to be special. And it's like, come on, man. Half the time, the actors win these awards. They never win them for what they should. Al Pacino should have won for The Godfather, not Son of a Woman. Denzel should have won for Malcolm X, not fucking Training Day. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio still doesn't have one, which is a travesty. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Uh, basketball diaries, and I could go on and on and on. Um, but come on, man. Black Klansman, fucking Malcolm X should have won it. And I even think Top Nod goes to do the right thing. For what that movie was and the climate of racial uh, strife in this country, I mean, it wasn't the 70s, it wasn't the 60s, and anything before that is niggas was being hung. But for even the 80s, for what that movie was at that time, that bar none is Spike Lee's piece of resistance. That movie was his greatest work of art. That was his Mona Lisa. Again, Black Klansman was a height. It was not do the right thing. And then this is the part that really bothered me is uh, Charles asked Spike, what young up-and-coming actors today do you see as the next big thing? And this motherfucker said, John Washington, John David Washington. I'm not shitting on John David Washington. Lord knows I think his father is a god in acting. It's a dream of mine to work with him. So I certainly don't want to fuck myself up by saying anything negative. Um, But he needs a bigger body of work before we do that. And there's politics in that. He's friend, Spike is friends with his dad. He's done movies with his dad. Fucking uh, Malcolm X, Mo Better Blues. What was that movie he did with Jodie Foster about the bank robbery? Something. Uh, oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, he did that. So they're friends. And, and, and he just put his son in the movie. So it's like, yeah, man, you, you, you're politicking. You, you're backing... You're backing your boy because he was in your movie. And I get it. That's Hollywood. But come on, man. Like, could come on, man. Like, And that's what I'm saying. That's the part of this game that's just fucking weird to me. Like, did you feel compelled to say that? 
Like, and, and I'm not saying John David won't be that. One movie? You're basing that comment off of one movie? I could understand, if, you know, if this nigga had a body of work. And you could go, well, he did this and he did that and he got nominated for this. He won an, a, a, a Tony on Broadway. He, 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 he did so many things. One fucking, and, and, and again, like I said about Black Klansman, what stood out to me the most was that he sounded like his dad. That movie did not show acting range and chops beyond belief. He didn't play a paraplegic or somebody dying with a disease or a fucking, you know, like his dad has played a lawyer. He played a, a dude who was, I don't know if paraplegic is it. What the movie with, 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 with uh, Brad Pitt's ex uh, when he was in the bed? Oh, oh uh. You remember? Yeah, yeah, I know. Angelina Jolie, and he was in the bed, and like Denzel's range, Stephen Biko and Malcolm X, and fucking Denzel's range has been is ridiculous. His son, the whole movie. All right, you part of the clan. All right, you know, sure, I, I'm gonna be part of the clan. I I want to join your your. Everything was just sounding like Denzel. This business is so fucking goofy to me. I, I thought he did a good job in the movie. And I thought the movie was. But if somebody asked you, "Yo, what's your of all, Chadwick Boseman?" He could have said Chadwick Boseman. Yep. You know, fucking James Brown, fucking uh, Jackie Robinson, fucking Black Panther. He could have said, you know, I don't, I don't know all the up and coming new niggas' names, but there's a slew of them. And you name the the son of one of your best friends. This, this business is just goofy to me. But you don't... Okay, did you... You didn't like Black Klansman then? I didn't say I didn't like it. It was aight. I don't think that movie was Oscar worthy. Oscar? Oscar? I don't know if it's Oscar. And, and, and again, when you look at Spike's body of work... But he did a great job in directing that movie. It had a cool flow to it. It brought out characters. It was cool. And it didn't... Overdo the right thing? Not overdo the right thing. Over Malcolm X? Malcolm X was a tough movie to, to win an Oscar for. I think at that... Why? That has Oscar written on... Anytime you play a retard or an actual figure, you are Oscar worthy. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man. That's why I'm saying Leonardo Gilbert Great. That fucking role he played? Yeah. I, I think Malcolm X, the movie X, you only got part of the, the story. There's still a lot more story there. Absolutely. That, that's the only... Re- Movies don't ever almost do a good a job as the book. No. But I thought it was an interesting movie. I thought for Spike Lee, too, it was, uh, it was a different kind of movie. He really put together a different movie. It, it, had, a, it had... You know... You're going to disagree with me. I do like Do the Right Thing. And I remember going to Do the Right Thing. I remember going right. to it in the theater. And it had a very, it had a flow. And it had these big uh, switches on the scenes. And, and this movie had a Like re- what? I just ask you. Black Klansman. It's almost like, let me go to, to Cat Williams' comment when he was beefing with Kevin, particularly Tiffany Haddish. And he goes, can you name your favorite Tiffany Haddish joke? When you go see Tiffany Haddish and you leave, name your favorite Tiffany Haddish joke. And by that, you know, this comics whose jokes we quote to this day, niggas still go goony goo goo. Yeah. 
what in Black's Klansman stood out to you? I could name several scenes and do the right thing that, you know, well, thank God for the left nipple. Thank God for the right nipple. Ice, I, I mean, Spike Lee with the ice rubbing yeah. Rosie Perez's naked body. That, that, that wonderful montage of everybody shitting on the other races. You chocolate I male coach, the Asian dude. You Puerto Rican Peter Peter eating 15 in the car, 20 in the house. Hey, put some more mozzarella on that motherfucker. Hey, man, how come ain't no those brothers on the wall? And I could go on and on and on. What stood out to you in Black Klansman? Nothing. Stood, Nothing. No, but let me just, but this, when you say director, and do the right thing, it had a lot of cuts, a lot of like these moments where it's just bam, 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 different scenes, different photos. Black Klansman for Spike Lee had a really smooth finish. It was a clean movie. The best part about that movie to me, the ending. When they brought up the footage from yeah. Charlottesville. That's, again, Denzel and John Q. When I saw John Q, even if you didn't have kids, but if you had kids, particularly a son, and you got two of them. When I saw John Q, you could hear it in the theater. <laughs> Wasn't a dry eye in that motherfucker. Denzel forces emotion out of you. When uh, Mo Better Blues, every bitch in that motherfucker was, ooh, Denzel. <laughs> this is Denzel in his prime, nigga, with the suits. And, All right, jazz and love. You know, smooth. Fucking... So, Stephen Biko, nigga, the hurricane when that nigga took that fucking hand to phone and get me out of here and was slapping the glass and fucking smashed the phone. Give me the son, the John David. Tell me the moment. I thought he did a good job throughout the whole thing. Give me a moment. I don't have a moment. Exactly. End of story. No, I just thought he did a good job. Uh, okay, okay. But, but you that, said, that's, but you said like, winning for that's only a half-assed compliment. Yeah. That's like when you go, people after the show go, oh, and you were good too. Yeah, That's what that. that feels like when you say that. But, he, was, he was good. He was but good. we're talking about Spike Lee and the direction of the movie, the way he set up the movie, the way he brought it through the time. And I believed the movie as it was going along. I don't think it was the best movie. I don't think it was the best Spike Lee movie. it shouldn't have won an Oscar. I think that it presented itself as a great directing ability that he had to make that movie let me at tell you something man and i didn't i wasn't blown away by the movie but i think crooklyn should get would have got an oscar over that did you see crooklyn yeah but crooklyn had a the very, character driven the mom dying great cast delroy very, Lindo, Af, Al, alfrey woodard very that spike, little girl very spike lee thing. movie though very spike lee kind of movie but all directors movies are very them movies but that's my point his Black Klansman didn't feel... Like a Spike Lee movie? It felt like an evolved Spike Lee movie. Like he took his best parts it and felt he like brought... The weakest part of, it felt like the weakest in a Spike Lee movie, uh, we call him, not anthology. If, if you had to watch all of Spike's movies, weakest one in the bunch to me. I thought it was a good movie. Wow. I really... I, good. I, You're I, using the word good. I thought it was a good movie. Scale of one to ten. I give it an eight. What? Yeah. No way. I like the movie. No way, dude. The way they do the right thing is a ten. Would you say? At that time, yeah, it's a ten. That movie holds up today, man. Yeah, but I'm talking about his today. What would you give it? In Spike Lee's catalog, or just period, one to ten, nine, ten. 
okay. Black Klansman is right up onto that. The direct, the directing. I'm talking about his oh, oh, directing. Okay, okay, let me let me stop for a second. Scale of one to whether well, scale of one to ten. Here you go. Do the right thing, right? Yeah. Jungle Fever. She's got to have it. Whole better blues. Give me some more Spike Lee movies. Give me some more. I know there's some more. There's a lot more, but Malcolm okay, okay. X. Okay. Oh shit, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Now that's top five right there. There's no way Klansman is an eight. That means for that to be an eight, you putting it above all them other ones. No, you know what? No way. No, no. And and, and I, I. Oh, Crooklyn. Okay. No, and no I, way. And I, and I think she's got to have it. I think he's an exceptional director's movie because there was no movie oh, out like fuck. that. Oh, fuck, School Days. Yeah. Dude, she's got to have it. School Days, Malcolm X, Jungle Fever, Mo Better Blues, Crooklyn, Do the Right Thing. That's If you said top seven, that's that. Man, Black Klansman is a five. Here's my thing that you keep missing that I'm trying to say. <sighs> she's got to have it was this movie that came out that no one had seen a movie like that. That was Spike Lee doing Spike Lee and he had I like that movie but I don't think that I didn't, I don't think Spike Lee hit his his no, his, he had his stride to do the right thing. You're right. And you which hold on I don't mean to cut you off. What you're saying is absolutely right. But on that note, that movie didn't move me like it moved most people. But, but that's to me cuz he ain't hit his stride. Yet, but what but I'm right. saying is there wasn't anything like it. He brought something new and he refined it and defined it at do the right thing. I'm agreeing with you on that. But here's something brand new. Now, take the Black Klansman. There is nothing like she's got to have it, do the right thing, really, in Black Klansman. There's Dude, one. the fact that you still can't give me an example of what blew you away in Black Klansman says it all. You can't give me... You, all the first of, time all he's those on, other Spike Lee movies... When he's on the phone, I've only seen it once. How many times have you seen do the right thing? A movie that's that strong, you only need to see it once. How many times it have you seen do it? How many times a have you million. Seen? Okay, I've only seen Black Klansman once. But when I walked out of Do the Right Thing, I guarantee you, most people that walked out of Do the Right Thing had scenes that was water cooler conversation the very next day. But in that story, in that context, there was there, the re- reason I'm saying there was those quick cuts because there was punches. All those movies came that that movie had quotable uh, uh, Black Klansman. No. Uh, do the right thing. Right. It was very quotable. The a book. testament to a great movie. One, two, three, boom. Uh, lines. A testament guys. to a great movie. Black Klansman doesn't have that, but the scene where he's on the phone and he's talking to the uh, politician or the governor, the governor I think right. he was talking to, and he's getting him to say all that shit. Right. That's a great fucking quote scene. It. I can't quote it. Well, then my point. I've seen it one time. That's my point. Yeah, motherfuckers, come, you, when you go see a great anything, but that's the, great the movie. first time and the only time, you walk out of that motherfucker remembering shit. I'm not disagreeing with you, that. Okay, because there are motherfuckers that w- have walked out of my show for the first time, and I promise you on the drive home, they went, McDonald's. Okay, but, you gave, but there wasn't anything like that in that movie. But what I'm saying for Spike Lee as the director, he, took a, he went from this brand new genre that he created, and he did almost none of that in this movie, and it still had a, like you said, you could tell it's Spike Lee. He's grown so much as a director that the stuff that he introduced... To film, really wasn't even in that movie. But he's so. And maybe it should have been. But he's so good, you still felt that. I didn't feel it. I did. 
And wow. it, it, the one scene, there's only one scene where he does the 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 the, the pull towards the very end. Yeah. That's and and that's that's like the signature move. Yeah, but that move doesn't define the movie. It defines who he is as a director. director but that's what I'm saying. He won for best director. Okay, well, I'm not saying that I, it's I, his best movie. I'm saying at the time period that he and you're you're going back to the beginning of this, the time period and his deserving of winning a movie and what was available to win best director, he won best director. All right. Well, maybe it wasn't for the film that you would have given it to him for. Yeah, well, the, the Hollywood has a has a history of Oscar of of doing that with Oscars. Well, when he came out with do the right thing, Hollywood had uh, a history of not giving black people uh, fucking Oscars. My, how, how have we have grown. And on that note, it's time to wash some balls, baby. Uh, Where are we going to be? Uh, uh, after Asbury? Yeah, is it? Uh, it's it's is it Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach? Yeah, yeah, funny bone, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed the double meat section that we have given to you over the last two weeks. Uh, I gave you the hardcore, stale, pumpernickel, and Andy gave you the very strong, what's that, a Jew meat? Is it a Jew meat? Matzo balls. Andy gave you the matzo balls, balls. nigga, and I gave you the hardcore, I wish it was a black meat. There ain't no black meat other than real black meat. No, there has to be. Nah, nigga, everything is Italian. What is black Salami, prosciutto, capicola. What is a black meat? Chicken. You should have. Oh, I don't want to. Ain't no hard, thick chicken, nigga. All right, we gave you the chicken with the bone in, nigga. And he gave you the matzo balls. And sometimes there's chicken in matzo balls. So. Uh, it could be the dark meat chicken. I was waiting for you to say, what kind of meat is black meat burnt? Do you know my, my ex wife? She's going to deny this, but she used to think that uh, dark meat. Mm hmm. And white meat on the chicken yeah. were two different chickens. They weren't? There was black chickens and, and or dark chickens and light chickens. Oh, I didn't know that. The ch- so it's, the same ch- it's the same chicken. Yeah. The chicken, the, oh. the breast is the is the white meat. Right. And then the legs, thighs, that's the dark, dark meat. Dark meat. <sighs> Learn something every day. Holy shit. Um... Racially, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, dude. We're going to get into this fight I don't know what again. I'm going to do with you, man. Because you, you want you want to make you you want to make it about this level, dude. Just like in the wars, there's this ground troops, and they're being led by fucking people above them. And this is what we're, we're this is where we're at right now. One day now. I'm going to just dive on you. No, this is where we're at right now. You don't want to believe it, but they they want us to fight with each other. They want m- money. Wants us to fight with each other. All right, um, fucking Patreon, you guys know. Uh, please, guys, are you spreading the fucking word? Like, come on. And to you, Brian, put your money where your mouth is. You talking about me having a fucking kowtow to these white boys. Nigga, be my street team. Put niggas on. Tell motherfuckers, yo, y'all got to listen to this podcast. Y'all got to spread the fucking, the powers and numbers. I know this shit sounds corny. Get back into the people. Get the people what they want. Yo, the people, man. Y'all are the power. Spread the fucking word. Tell somebody to tell somebody. Grab your friend's phone. Make them download it. We need this motherfucker to grow, man. 
Because trust me, the minute I fucking get there, I'm going to remember all you motherfuckers. And I'm going to have the baddest whites only white yacht party. Uh, only whites or dressed, dressed white? Oh, dressed white. Uh, that sounded kind of interesting right there. <laughs> Oprah? Right. <laughs> I'm going to have the coolest white only wardrobe yacht party. And we gonna, it, we, it's going to be a big fuck you to the world because they tried to make a nigga not get in and we got in uh and i'm gonna have all the finest steaks and chops and veals and uh you should just team up with puffy and do, do fuck do, that do the white fuck party. that fuck he that. does the white party i know he does but i want my yacht to roll past his yacht and he say nigga turn your shit down uh all the fine cutlets alcohol y'all gonna need and i don't participate in it but if you want some cocaine uh andy will hook it up <laughs> no that's old days White boy Rick. Patreon, subscribe. YouTube, subscribe. Uh, Pandora. It is my phone. That's what it is. Pandora, subscribe. Um, Facebook, all that shit. Hey, man, I'm out this bitch. I'm about to wash the fucking cheese off my nut hairs. AndyComedy.com. All my social media is in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, T-shirts are available as always. And uh, Virginia Beach, come out. That's it. Pussy ass, nickel.